podcast we are also recording live on instagram live and we're having a conversation about black freedom what does it mean and how do we reach it this is a very important conversation because i am finding that there is a lot of people kind of scrambling and unsure of what black freedom is so they don't know exactly where to look. They don't know exactly where to look or what to pay attention to when it comes to black freedom. So I want to have this conversation um, with everybody in. Uh, let us know where you are from. If you are in the room, let us know where you are from and um, what your thoughts are on black freedom. I want to have this conversation about black freedom because I think we've missed the mark. All right. So one of my favorite books is um, Paranomics by Claude Anderson. And in the book, he talks about the five pillars of, of uh, community building. And the first pillar is through economics. Okay. He talks about how you use economics to build a uh, sustainable community. And then that leads into uh, owning um, the, the political space and then using the politicians to be able to move the justice system the way that you want to. And then once you have the justice system the way that you want to, you can then uh, control your media and make sure you're getting your message out to your people. Once you un understand messaging with your media, then and only then do you worry about education and educational institutions. What I have found is we are actually currently operating backwards, okay? We first introduce our children to educational systems. They uh, go off into the educational system. Once they do that, they are um, lost forever. Then they are uh, pushed into the media. We tell them to look at these cartoons and look at this and this and this. All their messaging is coming from their television uh, channels. And then once the media gets a hold of them, that's when uh, their minds are lost forever. They then somehow potentially go into the justice system. 
where the police officers are grabbing them up at 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. And then and only then do we try to get the politicians like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson to step in and try to save our child who is either in jail or has been shot. And only and only then do we actually have them uh, in our uh, sphere. And the only way to really get them in our sphere is to make sure we have the right economic situation. So really the whole thing is backwards, right? The, the, if, if you believe the premise of going, uh, building from the bottom up from economics to, uh, politics, to the justice system, to the media, to education, if you believe that premise, then that means the, the entire system right now is flipped. The entire system is flipped. It is what it is. There's no need to argue, but the entire system is flipped. So then the question would be raised, my friends. The the question would be raised, how do you flip it back? How do you flip it back? How do we get a hold of economics? How do you do it? And I believe we have found ourselves in the middle of a situation where it's the perfect time to get economics right. Because the truth has now been released. The truth has now been released. And if you've been paying attention over these last few weeks, we have found the, uh, the error in the system. The system has shut down, and really, it was shut down within one or two weeks. It didn't take nothing but a week or two for the entire economic system to shut down. Okay? What caused the system to shut down? What caused the stock market to fall? What caused companies to lay off so many people? What caused it? Who did this? Who done it? Who who's the murderer of the economy? Is it the coronavirus or is it something else? Okay? So today we're talking about black freedom, what does it mean? How do we reach it? And I am proposing to you that the economic system has revealed its hand to you and you've missed it. Now, of course, I'm going to provide uh, why I'm saying this, okay? But I want you to really take this in. Within two weeks, the entire United States of America system, economic system, was kaput. It was gone. It was blown away. The entire system was blown away within two weeks. Now, this is the same system that many of you have been uh, operating in, you've been building businesses in, you've been running around saying, this is the best place in the world. You know, if you can't make money here, you can make, you can't make money anywhere. The entire system was shut down in two weeks. And I'm actually being very conservative. It may have been sooner than two weeks. I'm trying to give it a full two weeks just to just to say it. It felt like it kind of shut down in four days. I mean, if we, if we being honest here, 
if we're being 100% honest, it felt like the whole system shut down in four days, but I'm going to give it two weeks because, you know, you have to let it all play out. But it felt, you could feel it within four days. Okay. And now we're looking at it being a month and a few days since the NBA uh, said we're suspending uh, the season, we're postponing the season, however the wording was. Since that day, it's been about a month and a few days, okay? But the system, the economic system shut down within two weeks of that day. And so two weeks after the two-week period, it's been uh, completely uh, no movement whatsoever. This has kind of been a sit and wait and see what happens. That said, people are still making money in this economy. It's, it's not a matter of are you making money or not is if the economy is working or not. No, 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 no. In order to really gauge if the economy is working is how powerful is the dollars in which you're making? <laughs> how powerful are the dollars in which you are making? There will always be exchange of money. There will always be an exchange of money, but how valuable is that money in which you have received? Because if I get you to do, you know, a whole bunch of work and I pay you $100 and that $100 isn't worth anything, nobody's willing to, re- to receive your $100, then I basically got you to work for me for free. It, it all comes down to how valuable is the currency that is currently uh, an exchange in the market. I hope you're following me here. Okay. I'm I'm going to slow walk this thing, but I'm going to try to speed it up just a tad because in order for us to understand how to build our own, um, pillars of economic value, we first have to understand what just happened to the system that was here before. Basically, what we just saw was at least a preview of a fall of Rome. Yeah. This was, we always say, all great empires fall. And so what you are witnessing is is at least a preview. I don't know if it's the full fall. I'm not going to go that far. But what you are watching is a preview of the fall of Rome. And so that means the old way of operating is either dead or dying and there is a going to be a new way of operating within this game there's going to be a new way of operating within this game very soon and how do you put yourself in position to make sure that you can play the game at the highest level possible we talked about Claude Anderson's book, Powernomics. We talked about how he talks about uh, the five pillars and the five levels to building uh, true economic value. And we talked about how the ground floor all comes down to economics. And so I broke down to you what I'm noticing about the economy. Now, who am I to be analyzing this information for you? Who am I to uh, be putting this all together? I'm just a a simple investor who's watching the full game. And I've been watching it since 10th grade, since 10th grade, when I looked up and I saw these planes hit the world trade center and I had no idea what the world trade center was. I began to study the game. 
the game was on. It was a little bit on before that. You know, once you wake up one day and, you know, Tupac Shakur is murdered in Las Vegas, that pretty much sets the game off, right? I mean, that's when the game really gets going as a child. You know, Pac is killed. Let me pay attention to the real game. Let me go listen to his music. Let me see what's really going on. But it didn't really pop off, pop off until 2001. 97 to, to 2001 was baby steps for a brother like me. But once 2001 hits and there's planes flying through the towers, now we hold on. And it's a World Trade Center, and we're talking about the economy, where now we're putting some things together. You start looking at documentaries like Michael Moore when he's talking about Fahrenheit 9-11, and he's breaking down you know, who George Bush worked with and how Osama bin Laden was part of the government and they knew him all the, all the whole time and they, they turned on each other and there was really things that was playing at hand that, to cause this uh, situation to take place, right? That there was a, there was a lot of uh, things that were moving within the government that we knew nothing about as everyday ordinary citizens. Now that leads me to wonder what's currently going on right now that we know nothing about that is actually shifting and moving all of this. Now I'm not here to tell you that I have those answers. I can't even promise I have those answers. But what I do have is a blueprint for how do we build our own. That is what I can show you. Now, before we get into the blueprint, before we get into how do we build our own economic systems, and as many people are going to walk into this and say, well, I already know what to do. They, they got all the answers already. They, they know exactly what to do. The blueprint that I am presenting to you is not necessarily what to do. It's what not to do. And there's a big distinction between the two. Because if you can figure out what not to do, you actually tap into the frequency of what to do. But if you tap into the frequency of what to do, you'll just be doing things that you think are correct. But if you can tap into the the frequency of what not to do, then that immediately puts you into the opposite frequency of what to do. So what should we not be doing? Number one, we should not be working for paychecks. So let's tackle this. Moving forward in the new economy, I am propelling everybody that is a black equity network affiliate, um, a member. If you're part of our digital team, our digital network, you're getting all of our access to resources, all the great things we're sending out to you. If you are part of this world, if you're a black equity premium insider, you're you're getting the premium content, all these things that you're receiving. I want you to make a pledge to yourself to no longer accept paychecks. I want you to no longer accept paychecks. Now, why am I saying these things? For one, a paycheck does not guarantee that it's going to keep coming the the next cycle around. 
What is currently happening is proof of that. Paychecks can be stopped at any time. That's why on a certain day, every two weeks, payroll must be submitted. If payroll is not submitted, no one is paid. Okay? So the first thing that we must do in the new economy in order to reach black freedom is I need to um, to get you to understand that paychecks are going to be no more. You must operate with contracts. You must operate with contracts. Why must you operate with contracts? Contracts create longevity. Write that one down. Contracts will create longevity. Paychecks are on a on a as is basis. There's nothing <laughs> a, a a paycheck is you getting paid for what you've done. And so all we would have to do is tell you not to do anything else anymore, and there will be no more paycheck. Is that some is, there's no it feels like a contract. It smells like a contract, but it ain't a contract. In the new economy, in the new way of black freedom, if you are going to operate at the highest level, you must operate with contracts with everybody. Even that person that you see as your current employer asked to work on a contract basis. Say, hey, I want to move towards a contract work. Do you offer any contract work where, where you can have me on a contract as uh, you being my first client for the next six months? I want to work with contracts because contracts have to be fulfilled. And if contracts are not fulfilled, then we go to court. Then we're able to sue for that money and sue for damages on top of that. Contracts my friends, contracts. So once again, for those who are just now coming in, in the new economy, the first thing that you cannot do, because in order for us to get to what you should do, we must understand the frequency of cannot do, okay? You cannot accept paychecks anymore. Now you can do whatever you want to do. I can't tell you what to do, but I'm telling you that if you operate with contracts, you're elevating your game immediately operate with contracts because contracts must be fulfilled. They must be fulfilled unless there's something in the contract that says, unless it can't be fulfilled, those stipulations will be put inside of the contract. So make sure you sign and read that contract before moving forward in a partnership. Now, Notice I said partnership and not a job. Number two, number two, everybody, number two, write these things down. Okay. So the first one was no paychecks, all contracts. Okay. So you, if you follow that advice, if you choose number two, this is very important. The second thing that I need you to pay attention to after you understand the the paychecks and the contracts thing, you are no longer an employee anywhere. Okay. Nowhere. 
I don't care if they're calling you an employee. That, that person that you used to call your employer is now your client. That is your first client. You are that client. You are working and serving for, for that client. Now, they may not be paying the type of uh, amount that you want that client to pay, but the first employer or the first person that you're working with is your client. I want you to get out of this mindset that I work for them. I only work for them. And I, this is the only person I can work for. That has to die today. It has to die today. We're talking about black freedom here. Okay. We're talking about black freedom and how to elevate your thinking. And so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm pushing everything away and saying, if you do these things, if you operate in this way, you will not have freedom. And so by saying what you, what, what you, if you don't, do this, or if you do this, you won't have it. It immediately puts us in the frequency of what you will have. It's that simple. When people start telling you what you should do, that usually is not necessarily the frequency you want to be in. Okay. The frequency you want to find is what is my contrast? I hope everybody's following you. And if you're coming into the IG live, please uh, let uh, introduce yourself, leave your uh, city and state that you're in so we can shout you out. We can bring you on and have a conversation. Okay. What we're looking for with anything in life is contrast. I want to know what the contrast is. So if I want economic freedom, I want to know the things that I can't do. What are the things that are going to keep me enslaved to the system? Tell me those things. And all I have to do is the opposite of those. All I would have to do is the opposite. Someone says, please save this live. The live will not be saved, my friend. You will be listening to it on the Black Equity Podcast. So make sure you subscribe and listen to the podcast once it is released. All right. So we talked about how paychecks are no longer acceptable. Not if you're and not if you're a black equity thinker. If you're a black equity thinker, you want contracts. Contracts are closer to equity than any paycheck will ever be. I don't care how big the paycheck is. Paychecks are just based off of services already rendered. Paychecks are based off of uh services already rendered, already done. You don't get paid for future work, you get paid for past performance. Oh, no, 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 no. Sometimes in contracts, you might get an upfront uh, a signing bonus for a contract. If you come in on a contract, they might say, thank you for doing business with you. Here's an here's a, a additional amount for coming in on a contract. On a paycheck, you're only getting paid off of services rendered. So that's the first thing. The difference between paychecks and contracts. I need you to be operating on contracts. See, what we did was we found what we don't, do not want, which is paychecks, and we must find its equivalent opposite, which is contracts. That now puts us into the frequency of wealth. Now, that doesn't mean that the first contract is the biggest contract, and it doesn't mean the contract is a good contract. That's a whole nother conversation. But at least we're walking towards the right direction at least we're going towards something that is tangible when we have contracts. Now, in later episodes, we're going to get into 
what type of things do we want in that contract? What kind of things are we looking for when we're working towards these contracts? Gotcha? Gotcha. So here we go. Number two, we talked about what our contrast is. Our contrast is job versus client. See, by, by knowing I do not want a job, that's the contrast. I immediately put myself in alignment with a, uh, a client, with a, um, a scalable operation. Because see, with a client, I can have multiple of that. I can have unlimited amount of clients. My firm, my agency can, can house as many clients as physically possible. And if I can't house them, then I bring in more people to bring on more clients. But a job, my friend, a job eats up your time. A job can end up being eight to 12 hours a day, sometimes longer. When you have clients, you're managing them during a longer span of time. Am I, am I making any sense here? The, on the first part, we talked about paychecks, and then we talked about uh, contracts. On the second part, we're saying job versus clients. Okay, these are direct contrast of each other. By put by finding what you don't want, it puts you into the frequency of what you do want. If you want to create wealth, if you want to create prosperity, if you want to create black freedom, if you want to have all that, it all starts with economics. Now, of course, my health nuts would say, no, it starts with health. Well, you know, that's that's a good argument. Can't argue with that. I can't argue with health. But outside of health, it all starts with economics. Are we following each other here? If you are coming onto the IG Live, please introduce yourself. Please let us know where you're from. Please talk to us. Let us know what you are uh, thinking about Black freedom. Third thing to consider when it comes to creating your own economic world. The third thing that I want you to uh, ponder is how am I building a brand over work history? Work history, brand. Work history, brand. Work history, brand. See, the reason why you have resumes is because you want to show uh, this group of people that you can do the job, you can get that paycheck, you can you can get paid for services rendered, okay? But what I am flooring you to do is, wait a second, wait a second, the game is backwards, my friends. Work history, brand. I want you to tap into building a brand over looking at work history. Because, see, when you build a brand, you can leverage wealth. Are we catching that? When you build a brand, you can then leverage wealth. When you build work history, you can you can leverage paychecks. Are, are, are we following each other here? Are we on the same page? What are, 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 am I, are you comprehending where I'm coming from? 
is what I'm saying registering? Because I want to make sure what I'm saying is making sense here. By looking for a work history and presenting work history, what you are really doing is saying, I want paychecks. I want the least amount possible for the most amount of hours worked. That's what you're saying with work history. But when you start operating with a brand over work history, now you're looking at the value that you can bring an organization, many organizations. Instead of being uh, in one particular organization and only working in that organization, you're now elevating yourself as CEO to work and partner with another company, which used to be your former employer. Now, as a CEO, they have to respect that you're coming in as a CEO. Now, technically, they don't have to respect it. They can say F you and move on. And you need to have the courage. You need to have the um, surefire confidence that if they say F you to you, it's not going to hurt. Because you need to be that valuable. You see, a lot of y'all, y'all not ready for that conversation. The truth is what you want is comfortability. Yeah. You want to be comfortable and you don't want to buck the system. You don't want to raise any red flags. You just want to show your work history and get your paycheck and, and, and not look this way. You don't want nobody to bother you. You don't want the responsibility of a brand. You don't want the responsibility of a company. You don't want the responsibility of talking to the CEO. You just want to put on blinders and pretend it ain't there. You just want to push it to the side, pretend it ain't there, and just keep pushing through so you can get the uh, minimum amount that they can possibly afford to give you for that two-week period so then you can be done when you go home. You would, you would rather work 12 hours a day and get the smallest piece of the pie possible than to work 10 hours a day, maybe a little bit longer, and get 75% or 50% of the pie. Right now, you're getting 2%. We can get you up to 50 if you just put in two more hours a day and shift your thinking. And we could potentially hire other people to take the load off of the work that you've been doing so then you can have more than one client. Remember, we're looking for clients, right, over jobs. Remember, we're looking for contracts over paychecks. Okay, we're looking for brand over work history. These are the things that we are looking for in the new economy. What you have just watched and what you've witnessed is an economy that is shut down in two weeks maximum. I really think it's shut down in four days. If, if we're being honest, I think it's shut down in four days. But I'm going to be conservative and say two weeks. You just witnessed an economy shut down in two weeks. And why did it shut down in two weeks? Because it's built around paychecks. It's built around jobs. It's built around work history. It's built around false reality. 
There's no longevity in that game. I would I would argue this is a this is a stretch, I know. I would argue that this is almost as dangerous as getting into the crack game. I know, I know drugs and, and guns. I know, I, I get it. But to be sitting there and a coronavirus comes through and they say, we're done, we're cutting jobs, you're out. Now, they want you to be loyal. They want you to show up on time. But because you're on work history, paychecks, and job, they can cut it at any time. And what are you to do? There's no contract, at least in other games, at least in other worlds, you know that the product you have is is recession proof. Let's be honest. <laughs> if you if you in that other game, that street life, it's recession proof. Now there's some things that come with it that you probably don't want, which includes jail, death, and some shady characters in your life. Okay. But if we had to wait or two, they're pretty close. Because at least on one side, I have a product or a service that is undeniable for the, for the rest of humanity. But with a paycheck, job, and work history, when that's all said and done and they pull that away from me, I don't have, I don't have that. I don't have anything of value other than me. I'm the value. But I've given up that value <laughs> from the very beginning. I gave up the very the very thing that made me valuable. I gave it up in order to get a smaller piece of the pie so I wouldn't have to take care of the responsibilities of taking on the bigger piece of the pie. Are you catching what I am throwing at you? Are you catching what I am trying to implant into that brain of yours? What I am simply encouraging you to do is be free. I'm encouraging you to say, wait a second. I'm the most valuable piece of this whole puzzle. Now, let me tell you why you're the most valuable piece of this whole puzzle. Why did the economy shut down in two weeks? The economy shut down in two weeks because you weren't there to keep it moving. Because you weren't there to keep the economy turning. And, and, and that, that 4 or $5 coffee at Starbucks, that $9.99 over at the, the, uh, the local uh, fast food joint, right? Oh, and then, oh, let me stop and get something on the way home. Or let me go to the grocery store and pay all the, if you was getting $50,000 a year and we break that down into how many months that is, let's just say it's a hundred thousand a year. So we can make the, the, the math, you know, simple, right? If we take a hundred thousand dollars a year and we break that down into what, 12 months. So say 120, so I can get down to 10,000. Okay. You're taking $10,000 a month, okay? And on top of that, you're already getting taxed at around, where are we at, 40, 40%? So now we're at $6,000 a month. Now, this is somebody making $120,000 a year. We, a lot of people are not making that, but let's, just, let's, let's, let's go there. So now we're getting down to about $6,000 a month. 
I hope you can follow this with me, okay? You gotta pay the rent. You gotta pay the mortgage. One of the two. Now, some people would say, well, it's better to have a mortgage than the rent. That's a whole other podcast episode. We'll get into that on another day. But either way, you got money coming out there, whether it be a car note, whether it be uh, your grocery bill, whatever it may be, at least, at least 50% of that $6,000 is gone. So now we're down to 3K, okay? And that's, that's for many people, you know, you can, you can do some things with 3K. But we haven't gotten to utilities. We haven't gotten to all. Let's just say by the end of all this, we're down to 1,500. What allows the economy to keep moving is you go into the, those entertainment games. You go into the, to the NBA game. You go into the NFL game. You, you taking the hard-earned money you work at your paycheck, at your work history, at your job. You take those, those, that, that amount of money, and then you go get a piece of the American pie. And, and as you exchange money, that is at, at that point valuable to the rest of the economy, it pays everybody else's salaries. What you spend is somebody else's salary. Okay, I, I want to break this down at its simplest level. The money that comes out of you is somebody else's income. What goes out is someone else's income. So your outcome is their income. Okay? Or, or I want you to really take in what I'm trying to tell you. Because what I'm trying to hand you, my friends, what I'm trying to hand you is game. I'm trying to hand you game that was passed down to me. When my eyes were opened and I realized there was another way to play this game. Now, how can you play the game at another level? How can you operate within this? You must first operate with contracts. Without a doubt, we must start there. We then must operate with clients. Let's start there. And clients remains client management, which means building relationships. These are all important. Okay. And then after you understand clients, after you understand contracts, you must understand how to build a brand. Now, my friends, if you are trying to understand how to build a brand, you are in the right place. Because I've studied brands, I've monitored brands, I've done brand strategy, I consult for brands, I consult for companies. I'm paying attention to the full game. That doesn't mean I know everything. Actually, it means I know nothing. The first thing I look at when I'm, when I'm you know, looking at brand strategy is I know nothing. Because industries change, my friends. People don't. Usually human behavior pretty much stays the same. So it's really good to understand human behavior. But industries are changing. You know, we grew up at a time where Blockbuster was the place to go. <laughs> now it's Netflix. And we've watched that shift happen literally overnight. I mean, it might have been over a two-year span, but you felt it overnight. It was a shift. Because I remember standing in a Blockbuster at the same time I was getting Netflix. 
I was still getting that Netflix, right? I was the red envelopes was coming in the mail, but I was still going to Blockbuster. And then slowly, I just had no reason to go to Blockbuster no more. And at the exact same time that I had no reason to go, they started closing. It was literally my life was telling me the lesson. I was literally living the the exchange or the the change in culture. The change in culture was literally happening to me at that moment. Now, what does this all have to do with black freedom? What does this all have to do with getting free and playing a new game? If you continue down the path that you're going on, you're only going to get the same results you've been getting this entire time. And what I am encouraging you to do is play a new game. That means coming over and listening to our black equity premium content. We're talking about how to build seven million, uh, seven figure in- incomes, incomes. Okay. Seven, seven figure empires. We're talking about how to trade options. We're talking about uh, how to plan for generational wealth. We're talking about uh, how to build your company so it has the right diversity and inclusion strategic plans inside of it. We're, and then if you, if you want to take a step further, we also offer black equity consulting. I'm not saying all this so you have to work with me. I'm giving you just enough information where you don't have to work with me. You go out and do it yourself. But if you want it done right, you need to have the right people in your corner, whoever that may be. Because I don't work with just anybody and you don't work with just anybody. You have to find the right frequency to work with. But one thing I do know is you should be working with contracts. You should be working with clients. And by golly, you should be building a brand. That, my friends, is what I do know. I'm DJ Motri of the Black Equity Network. And this is a Black Equity Premium sneak preview. Thank you for listening. And we will be talking to you again soon. If you are a Black-owned business or an investor and you would like to advertise on our show, go ahead and send us a message at djm at djmoultrie.com. Now, back to the show.